stone by the message of an angel may by his passion and cross be brought to the glory of his resurrection through the same Christ our Lord. Amen. Thanks for listening to KATH 910 AM, Frisco, Dallas, Fort Worth, and North Texas. Catholic Radio for your soul on the Guadalupe Radio Network. Heard also at grnonline.com and on your smartphone. Well, good afternoon, everybody, and uh, thanks so much for tuning in uh, today to the uh, Guadalupe Radio Network here on uh, KTH 910 AM. Uh, this is Dave Palmer, and uh, I'm actually broadcasting live today. This is a big annual event, and um, uh, this is something that we always look forward to because it is just uh, packed here at a new location. You know, for many, many years, we were uh, just right in our little backyard there at uh, the Four Seasons Golf Course for the Bishop's Invitational Golf Tournament. And uh, today, uh, the Bishop's Invitational Golf Tournament is going on. Um, and uh, yeah, we're at a new location, uh, Stonebriar Golf Course in um, Frisco. And uh, just want to make sure we're on the air. Uh, okay, we are. Uh, all right, great. <laughs> uh, so Cecil is here. And uh, over the course of the next two hours, uh, every 15 minutes, we're going to have different guests on. And, uh, boy, I'm so excited about the lineup of guests that we have, uh, starting with our auxiliary bishop and also one of the committee members, uh, Chris Taylor, uh, for the Bishop's Invitational Golf Tournament. We're also going to have Bishop Burns coming up later on. The superintendent of uh, Catholic schools is going to be joining us uh, as well. And uh, a whole lot of other guests. So if you ever, you're just kind of curious about Catholic school education, uh, the value of it, uh, what it cost to run schools and why it's important for us to support them. I, you know, I personally am a product of uh, Catholic school education. I went to St. Patrick's School in Dallas from fourth to eighth grade and then Jesuit for four years. And uh, I'm actually a teacher at a Catholic school right now. I teach at the, the Highland School. So I love Catholic school education. And uh, let me just uh, tell you that if you want to learn more about the, uh, the, the Bishop's uh, Invitational here, they have a website that has all the information, bishopsgolf.org. Bishopsgolf.org. Again, it's going on here at Stonebriar Golf Course uh, in Frisco. And uh, since the inaugural golf tournament in 2011, uh, the Invitational has raised over $7 million to provide need-based tuition assistance for K-8th through grade students attending Catholic schools in the Dallas Diocese. Uh, again, we're at Stonebriar Country Club today, Monday, October 5th, for a four-person scramble competing to win the Bishop's Cup. Uh, current owners of the Bishop Cup, I think, are St. Jude Chapel in uh, uh, <laughs> in Dallas. And so they are the ones that uh, have it. They may be giving it up today. Uh, one o'clock tea time, uh, two courses. I guess you can come on out here and join us. I don't know if you can still golf or not. But uh, if nothing else, listen to the broadcast. And, uh, and if you feel so inclined and inspired, uh, support uh, Catholic. <coughs> Uh, education uh, through bishopsgolf.org. Okay, so with no further ado, let me introduce our first guests, and uh, I have uh, with me to my right uh, Bishop Greg Kelly. He, of course, is the Auxiliary Bishop of the Diocese of uh, Dallas, and uh, also Chris 
Taylor, who is with Sparkman Hillcrest Funeral Home and is a member of the Bishop's Invitational Committee that puts this on. So uh, thank you for to both of you for being with me uh, during this 15-minute segment. Uh, you're welcome. Good to see you again, Dave. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, start, starting uh, on, a, on a good note here, Bishop Kelly. And so uh, can you tell us your own personal Catholic education story? Uh, what does Catholic education mean to you personally? You know, even before you became a bishop and as a bishop now. Well, I mean, as a child, I went to Sacred Heart Catholic School in Colorado Springs, Colorado, and also St. Mary's High School. And I think at that time, I think I probably thought that the world just came with Catholic schools, that they were just there. You know, it never occurred to me that somebody, you know, sacrificed for them or built them. You know, I know every fall around this time, we would have a, a Halloween carnival and... You know, that was a fundraiser for the school, and I think the parish priest ran a bingo to raise money for the school. But, I mean, it just never occurred to me the, the complexity of the of the enterprise, you know, of just a kid in a school. And, you know, really it's just a very foundational part of my life, part of my vocation. You know, I knew the Oblates of Mary Immaculate there that were the priests at my parish, and the Benedictine sisters from Atchison, Kansas, later Bennett Hill, Colorado. You know, there were just uh, the majority of them were my teachers, and it was just a, you know, I just I loved that environment. I loved the classmates that I had, and you know, it was just a, a wonderful experience for me. And as you say that, it reminds me of just the scene as I'm walking in, and of course, everybody here is having the same experience. There are Catholic school students everywhere to look, and uh, I, I just was greeted with such joy and enthusiasm. Of course, well, hey, what school are you yep. from? I saw yeah, same here. Kids, same mm-hmm. with the kids from uh, Mary Immaculate School and St. Mary's in Sherman and uh, uh, a lot of schools are, are represented here. And uh, Chris Taylor, as I mentioned, is on the committee that helps to, uh, I guess, not only this event, but uh, Catholic <laughs> School Education uh, in general. Chris, thanks for uh, being on the program. Can you, talk, you talk about your role on the committee, the purpose of it, and, and why did you get, uh, you're a busy guy, why did you get involved in this? I got involved, and this is the, what the, probably the 10th year I've taken the bishop around, and we're uh, together in the golf cart and uh, being a part of this is awesome in many levels for me uh, personally I'm uh, 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 an advocate of the schools my son went to St. Mark's Jesuit and then he was active in TCU uh, uh, as well and the Bishop of Fort Worth came over and did mass on a regular basis so uh, the reason I'm a funeral director today is because of the nuns I had as a young man. Uh, the the nun I had, God rest her soul, she's deceased now. She she said, uh, "Mr. Taylor, you know you can't get to heaven without a crucifix and a prayer card." So that's <laughs> what I had every every funeral. I had a prayer card and a, and a crucifix. So I'm a funeral director because of them and. Uh, I was in Dallas when I got my uh, license, and then I went to elementary school in Biloxi, Mississippi. My dad was in the Air Force, and Keesler Air Force Base is close by, and I took the license back, and they said, we know we've monitored that you got your license. That's really good, Mr. Taylor. <laughs> so they, I love the invitation. <laughs> they were they were 
all over it. Yeah, yeah. And I, I can't help but uh, think about this is an important week for a funeral director being All Saints and All Souls uh, yep. uh, week. And so we could do a whole different interview on that, but I know that's not the purpose we're here. So th- thank you for your involvement. And yep. uh, Bishop Kelly, uh, you know, you and uh, Bishop Burns have a, a, a unique uh, a, Situation in the Dallas Diocese, where other parts of the country they're they're having to close schools, but uh, everything is growing here, isn't it? Talk about the growth of the diocese in general and how that is reflected in the the, the need to educate a lot of uh, these these young folks who uh, and families who desire Catholic education. Well, I was ordained a priest for Dallas in 1982, and I think at the time there were about 185,000 Catholics in the diocese, which included all the northeast corner of Texas out to Tyler, Longview, Texarkana. And now in a much smaller area, uh, we have close to 1.3 million Catholics with just a lot of immigration from the south, uh, immigration from the north, you know, business enterprises that have moved here. And, uh, you know, at the time, I think the Catholic population may have been about 5%. Now it's over 30%. We're We're the largest single church in the area. And I think, you know, there's a sense of vibrancy, of growth, um, you know, we're trying to open additional additional school in the in the Collin County area, you know, regional school. Uh, you know, John Paul II High School started back uh, 15, 18 years ago. You know, provide additional opportunities for high school kids. And then, I mean, just the University of Dallas too has been doing very well, as really you know, at the at the at the college level, university level, really providing a, a really good, solid Catholic education. Yeah. Yeah. So I think you know, it's just that the need has increased, and I think. Uh, uh, both uh, now Cardinal Farrell and Bishop Burns have done a lot to, you know, try to gather the resources. You know, th- this golf turn is one of the ways in which that's happened. You know, th- to try to really gather the necessary to, to let, uh, especially kids who may not have the means, families that may not have the means, to be able to kind of open that door to to this world of Catholic education. And I think it's made it possible for, you know, thousands of kids now through the. the, the uh, since it started 12 years ago. Yeah. Now, Chris was talking about driving you around today. Are you? A, it sounded like he was your caddy. Are you actually golfing, or are you just being driven around? So I'm that, driven around a cart. Yeah. I do. I do my best driving in a cart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But but, but no, no, actually, uh, no, no, no golfing today. Though, no, right? I had my best score was 84, but I had to quit after 12 holes. <laughs> So, uh, <laughs> <Wow>. yeah. <laughs> Are you a golfer, Chris? I am, but uh, now I'm suffering from a bad back, so I golf very little. Uh huh. And uh, the, the committee itself, uh, you, you, you talked to you before about why you're involved in it, but what, what does the committee do with this event and even beyond that? The committee is, uh, we go to multiple meetings, and so every meeting is a little bit different, but... Uh, Kelly uh, takes care of the uh, uh, meetings, and and Robin does the meetings, but uh, it's good. I mean, uh, the meetings have a little bit of meaning to them, but uh, I'm I'm so glad to be involved in this because I know what Catholic education has done for my family, and specifically, I, I want every family to have that. 
In a moment, we'll be talking to the uh, the chairs, uh, uh, Karen Peter Guillen, who, interestingly, I went to Jesuit with Peter Guillen. He and I graduated okay. in 1985 together, so we have we have that uh, that connection as well. So, what what um, uh, you know, obviously, uh, Catholic education, you know, it takes money, you know, and you were talking about in the old days it was the bingo, and nowadays it's a little bit more sophisticated. So, how how exactly does this event raise money for Catholic school education, and how is it put to use uh, would that be a fair question for you bishop kelly sure i mean it's basically money in money out you know whatever comes in the into this tournament goes directly out for tuition for kids to to either go into the school or stay in school and i think it's over makes it possible for 250 of them i think is the number i heard Mm-hmm. Yeah, just from this event itself, 200, yeah. 250 more children, uh, which, you know, that that's like a, a pretty decent-sized whole school, right? right? I mean, I know a lot of these Catholic schools today have uh, maybe 150, 200 uh, students and all that. Uh, so do we have any idea how much has been raised, Chris, or uh, is there a goal? And also maybe people listening right now who haven't donated yet, what can they do? I think that through the years, um, and I, I love the, the, the Bishop Farrell said, we don't want to raise a thousand dollars so i'm not and we're going to raise a lot more of that this year i think we're raising seven hundred and fifty thousand dollars okay and so this year we're also surpassing the 7.5 million dollars that we've raised in 13 years mm-hmm. yeah <clears throat> one of the disadvantages of radio is that nobody can really see us we're not putting this up on social media but i'm looking out at this gorgeous uh, stonebuyer golf course and we are outside uh, we do have some heat that's uh, coming down on us. I think it feels actually quite nice. But, you know, kind of paint the visual. This is, uh, is, the, course, is this the course right behind us, Chris, yeah, right. that they'll be playing? We're, we've got mm-hmm. two courses that are going to be uh, participants. And so, yeah, the, the, the greenery that you see is, is actually going to be golfed on. And this is the first time uh, this Invitational has been at this golf course, yes. right? Yes. And uh, first time I've ever been here. Have, have you, either of y'all ever golfed nope. this? You no, just uh, they've been out here just in the neighborhood, I think to maybe a, a wedding uh, reception, or you know, but not to not to on the golf course. Yeah, if you're just tuning in, I'm at the uh, Bishop's Invitational Golf Tournament, uh, which is today. In fact, you know, it, it's so beautiful that you know, t- t- 24 hours ago, it, there was even a question of whether this was even going right. to happen. Okay, we were waiting for this morning right. uh, from Robin to tell us whether it was going to happen. But now yep. I look out, and it's absolutely gorgeous. I can't imagine uh, they they would they would c- c- cancel this. But of course, we've had a lot of rain the last a lot uh, of rain. That's cut down on the rolls. Do you have any favorite? memories of uh, this event in the past or what what do you most enjoy about actually doing Bishop Kelly uh, out here at the, uh, the, the, the the tournament today I, mean, I just love being out in the open interacting with the golfers riding around with Chris Taylor um, you know and just uh, kind of hearing how everybody did at the end of the day and, and and probably more than anything just seeing the kids that are here at the beginning and and knowing that um, it's been made possible for them to come to a Catholic school yeah. You know. yeah, they're happy because they get a yeah. day off school, right? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, all, now, all the kids aren't off, uh, just the, the, the select ones who get to uh, come a, out here, right? A couple of the girls from Ursuline said they had to go back for the last period class. Oh, <laughs> <really>? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, Chris, again, if people go to bishopsgolf.org and visit the website for yep. the, uh, this is uh, the 13th uh, time we've done this, uh, what will they find there, and uh, how can people continue to support this event? The... Uh, website has all the information about the uh, tournament and also donating and we want people to donate to, to the bishop because it doesn't 
99% of the funds end up going to the uh, students. So we're glad that the students get the money and uh, the tuition, and it's, it's a good thing. All right. Well, uh, thank you both. I know you got a lot to do, and I uh, got to get back in that golf cart. We've got some driving to do. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Thanks, no, Dave. No, thanks no, for no, the... no putting, just all driving. It's all right? driving. It's all driving. <laughs> uh, again, thanks so much, uh, Bishop Greg Kelly, Auxiliary Bishop of the Diocese of Dallas, and also uh, Chris Taylor. Uh, who is with Sparkman Hillcrest uh, Funeral Homes, also a longtime member of the committee. Really, I think, uh, since day one, is that right? The yep. whole time? Okay. Yep. Yep. Uh, all right. Well, thank you very much. Good, Good day. Great. Thank Great you. Great to see Bye-bye. both of you very much. And we're going to move on and uh, continue uh, our live broadcast here at the uh, Bishop's Golf I- uh, Invitational. We're at Stonebriar Golf Course. First time I've been here, but uh, you can go to the website, bishopsgolf.org, bishopsgolf.org. Uh, and, uh, you know, we one of the things that we often uh, do, I think, in, in fact, every single time they've done this, is that uh, we have had uh, the chairs for the event uh, come into studio, and oftentimes we have a second chance to talk to them uh, live. A lot more pressure. Actually, I think we talked to you live on the Good News Show, so it was live, but it wasn't actually at the uh, scene. And uh, this is uh, really special to me because uh, Peter Gehan and his wife Kara are the chairs of the 2023 tournament, and we all graduated high school together, so I know exactly how old y'all are, okay? And you know me, too, <laughs> as uh, Pete, Pete and I yep. went, went to Jesuit together in 1985. And as I recall our conversation, uh, you're, you're Ursuline 85 grad, right, Kara? Uh, that's correct, Dave. Yeah, well, great to see you all again. Well, uh, a little thank cool. you for being here. Yeah, you know, I was just talking to uh, Chris Taylor and Bishop Kelly about the fact that 24 hours ago, I don't even know if we knew this was going to happen, but here here we are. It was touch and go, and uh, we were relying on uh, Stonebriar to make the right call, and we're just very happy to be here, and we've got this beautiful, sunshiny day. Yeah, and I, you know, we've had so much rain. Were y'all a little nervous a few days ago? All the work, and of course, the money is still raised, but you don't get to you know, actually carry through with the the event itself. So, what were you thinking a few days ago, Kara? Uh, I have to say, we were a little worried, um, and as you said, we did uh, have the money raised. But the main thing that I was looking forward to being out here, in addition to seeing the golfers, of course, but I really wanted to see the students, and I know it's a fun day. Um, bring so many Catholic school students out here and let them celebrate and celebrate them. So, so glad that we were able to make that happen. But yes, definitely a couple days ago, it was not... uh not looking strong for a pretty day today like we're yeah. getting. You know, some of the questions I'll ask you will be similar to what I asked you before, but I think it's important for people to understand, you know, busy people, I'm sure running a business, and you guys know you have kids of your own. Uh, why did you all, why did you, uh, I don't know if you were voluntold or volunteered or, or well, what exactly, how did you all become the chairs and why do you do it? Well, it was um, the actually the founder of the tournament, uh, Don Hanratty, that approached us in uh, his very Don Hanratty way, and uh, made it made a very interesting proposal to us to be uh, <laughs> co-chairs and uh, an offer you couldn't refuse or what? Yeah, yeah. He was very persuasive, and uh, we, we've always been focused on uh, Catholic education, uh, and we feel it's a it's a it's a very effective way to uh, support the diocese and the and the schools in the diocese. So it was a pretty easy sell and. Uh, I have to say that also the the staff at the diocese has got this event down to a T, 
and no pun intended, right? <laughs> no pun intended. <laughs> and and they are uh, they are professionals, so yeah. it's, it was been very easy. Yeah, and I, of course you got to have buy-in from both of you, and Kara, you as well. Why why is it important for you to to be one of the co-chairs of this? Peter and I have um, just long supported Catholic education, and um, we love the fact that in this event, the funds go directly to scholarships. And, of course, there are so many needs um, in the diocese, but the fact that all the dollars raised today will go directly to student scholarships and helping those students attend schools, that was just something that was very, very persuasive for us. And um, whether we volunteered or were voluntold, it did just make an easy yes, knowing that that all the monies were going to go directly to support students. Yes, and I see here some of the statistics. You know, you talk about how well organized they are. Robin uh, just gave me all the stats and all the information. I mean, I just have to sit here and read the information that she gave me. 57 golf teams, 110 sponsors. I don't know if those are records or not, but, uh, of course, this involves the work that you all did. What what exactly did you do as far as your duty as chairs to try to, you know, get people interested and get sponsors? Well, well, how did, what, what how was the involvement that y'all had? Well, fortunately, we are able to start with uh, lots and lots of folks who support every year. So there were some folks that before we even had a chance to ask them, they just sent in checks, mm-hmm. which is just a great, great, great um, way that people could show, show their support before we even asked them. But then um, we were able just to reach out to our friends and family members and once we are able to tell them the story of um, our Catholic schools and our students who need help being able to afford a Catholic education, it's a pretty pretty easy sell. Mm-hmm. People are pretty I- happy to... to- to help out. Yeah, right. That's uh, Those repeat donors are uh, a big help. You don't have to go back and uh, reinvent it all. Well, what will you all be doing you know, you know, today? What is your role now that it's actually happening? Are you golfing? Or are you just walking around and shaking hands and talking to people or what? No, no golf today. So I, I think uh, our role as chair is to uh, greet the golfers as they come in here at registration, but also just to uh, see where we can assist and, and uh how we can make the day better for for the golfers and the sponsors. And uh, folks who are just hearing about this for the first time, probably too late to golf since the golfing is going to begin, I think, here in about 35 minutes or so. um, Carol, what else can people do if they want to support Catholic School Education if they haven't already supported this event yet? Well, I'll definitely put in a plug for for next year. So anybody um, who wants to be a sponsor or a golfer next year, um, never too early to do that, but we are selling raffle tickets um, out here today. So if anybody wanted to stop by and buy a raffle ticket, we've got some great um, prizes, including a suite at a Stars game and a nice round of golf. So Any World Series tickets? Uh, no, we're good. Good question, uh, Dave. That would actually be nice. But no, as far as I know, no World Series tickets. But, you know, with this uh, this group of very, very generous folks that we have out here, you never know what somebody might yeah, uh, yeah. might might come up with. Stay tuned. But, yeah, um, right. I mentioned at the beginning, you all are both uh, personally products of Catholic education. We all went to school together. What was it about that? you know, experience in Catholic schools that made you, I think, first of all, want that to be for your own kids and also, um, you know, be here today as chairs? Well, Dave, I think it goes back to kind of the diocesan motto of saints and scholars. The Catholic education is is really about developing the whole student and uh, not just uh, academic uh, achievement or or 
standardized test scores. It's more about developing the whole student. And uh, uh, as as uh, we said this morning during the Christus Health Scholarship uh, presentation, it's it's all about developing saints and scholars. Carolyn, mm-hmm. anything to that? I don't know that I could. I don't know that I could say it much better than that. But again, when we just think about the whole whole student, um, we just want our students to be able to reach their full potential, and uh, be it a child who has a talent in math or science area, or a child who has a talent in music or art or English, or reading. We just want to be able to have the resources for them to succeed academically in whatever ever area they choose. But also just in terms of um, their personal qualities and personal characteristics. Just I want each student to know that he or she is made in the image of God. Uh, I want those students to know that um, they're known and fixed in our hearts and that they're important to us and their success um, as students, but of course as, as humans is, is important. And um, to the extent we can help, as we say, students be saints and scholars, but put them on the road to college and to heaven, then I feel like we've done our job. Yeah. I have such good memories of, uh, of Catholic school. I mean, St. Patrick's I went to in Dallas from fourth to eighth grade. And I, I remember the, the, the principal back then, Sister Laura, when I, I had a, a, a very serious uh, injury, and she used to ride her moped to my house uh, to, to tutor me. This was the principal, I, a fully habited nun riding her moped to come. And I, I just have such beautiful memories of the sacrifices that the teachers and the administrators and the principals did. Uh, and uh, if you're just tuning in, tuning in, this is a live broadcast where it's Stone Briar Golf uh, Course in Frisco, and uh, right now I'm talking to the uh, 2023 tournament event chairs, uh, Kara and Peter Guillen, uh, who are uh, products of Catholic education uh, and and also their their children as well. The website for this tournament, if you want to find out more about it, is bishopsgolf.org. Bishopsgolf.org. There is a um, named scholarship program. Uh, either one of you, tell us what is that, and what should we know about the named scholarship program? That, that's really a, an outgrowth of the tournament uh, for folks that, that maybe aren't uh, regular golfers or, or desire to come out and, and uh, spend the day out here uh, uh, with us. But it allows you to establish a scholarship that, where you can support a student in uh, diocesan schools, and uh, you can support that student for five years. So it's a five-year gift. Uh, that each year you you support that gift, but then the student knows that through that scholarship they've got five years of education ahead of them. Mm-hmm. That gives them some certainty where they don't feel like they're going to get you know, booted after one year. And it, is there a, a way that that student will know who the donor is? They can send them a thank you card, or is it uh, is, is is it is that way? Do they know who's uh, supporting them? So so all of this scholarship is coordinated through the diocesan office and the and the Halo Foundation, who coordinates not only the the proceeds from the bishops tournament, but also from the diocesan educational uh, foundation. So it goes through one central, through mm-hmm. one central uh, office in the diocese. But yes, the students do realize and, and understand who supported their scholarship each year, and they're very, they're very, very thankful. Yeah, Kara, did you have a favorite part of being the chair this year? What did you most enjoy? I'm sure it was a lot of hard work, and uh, it must be good that you know here it is. It's uh, the, the the culmination of it. But what what, what about this? Did you enjoy? Without a doubt, Dave, the thing that I've enjoyed most is um, just getting to see friends, um, both new and old, and people who support Catholic education, as Pete and I do. But we did have a very special event 
It was at St. Cecilia Catholic School, and they hosted us for breakfast. And we had, um, and that was actually um, a breakfast that was to honor people who had made commitments to name scholarships. But um, Lydia Torres, who is the uh, president of um, St. Cecilia, took us on a tour of the school. We got to go in a classroom and meet a teacher and meet some students and um, culminated with, again, with a breakfast. And then at the breakfast, there was a, um, a family who spoke, a mom and a dad, and their student had been the beneficiary of one of the scholarships. And um, they actually told the story of they have um, five children, and some of the children had been able to attend Catholic schools, but then their youngest uh, child had not. And she was really, really wanting to attend St. Cecilia like her um, older siblings, but the family just couldn't afford it. Um, To make a long story short, Dave, some additional scholarship funding was available through um, the golf tournament in the Diocesan Educational Trust. And so that family found out uh, at the beginning of December that their student was going to be able to start school in January. So what mom and dad decided to do was um, for this little girl's Christmas present, it was her school uniforms for St. Cecilia. So they were able to buy the uniforms. They wrapped up the uniforms um, as a Christmas gift for their daughter. And then on Christmas morning, she opened up her school uniforms and found out that she was going to be able oh, to start wow. school at St. Cecilia in January. That's how she January. found out. Oh, right. that, oh that's and awesome. And that, uh, I just, I don't know that any anything will be able to top um, that story. But just to know that this, again, her siblings had attended. She wanted to attend, um, and she was able to attend. It's just a great uh, yeah. great. It's not great, fair that only story. one of them doesn't get to go to Catholic school, right? That's right. Well, we are wrapping up. Uh, we just have about a couple minutes uh, left uh, with uh, Kara and Peter Guillen, the 2023 tournament event shares here at the Bishop's Invitational. You can go to bishopsgolf.org and find out all about the event. We're at Stonebriar Golf Course, and it's absolutely beautiful beautiful uh, a little chilly but you know they they were kind enough to, to to you know throw some heat down on us and i actually feel quite comfortable i don't know how to be out there on the links but uh none of us are golfing so we won't have to find out right what what, what, what where do you, you y'all go from here i know you'll continue to support uh catholic education but uh is this the end of it after today or is there some follow-through or what what's what's next no this this is a, a continuation um we we had supported the golf tournament through the name scholarship program previous to being the chairs and and that'll continue it's it's uh as i tell people this is the most direct way that you can affect a student's life in the diocese and uh we think it's a it's a great way to contribute and it's a, a great way to make a an impact mm-hmm. And if people want to learn more about the Name Scholarship Program, is it on the website, bishopsgolf.org, or what's the first step? What should they do? So website is a great first starting point for sure, uh, bishopsgolf.org. But also anybody could feel free to call me, call Peter, or call uh, Robin Trowbridge. Um, We actually had a dinner on Thursday night uh, celebrating uh, some of the lead donors of the tournament. And there was someone at at that dinner Thursday night who did not know about the name scholarship program and just from being there at dinner that night he said I would like to do a oh, name scholarship. Up, huh? So um right. so like I said just Thursday night that happened. So we're happy to talk to anybody and um would love to share more about the 
name scholarship program. Okay. Do you want to give a number out or yep. just uh, sure. okay? Uh, I'm okay. happy to have. Like I said, happy to have anybody call me two one four five zero two. Two one eight one. Two one eight one. Okay, I'll I'll give that out a couple more times during the course of our Absolutely. broadcast. We're going to be on until two o'clock. So, uh, thanks, well, Dave. Well, well, thanks so much. Great to see Thank you all you. again. And uh, I feel like this is like a class reunion, you know. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, a lot of other people didn't show up for, but it's good to see the two we of y'all. Just, we uh, appreciate you so much, David. Appreciate your support of the golf tournament and Catholic education. Just appreciate you. Yeah, thanks so much. Great thanks, to see Dave. you both, uh, Karen, Peter, Gian. Uh, to a twenty twenty three tournament event chairs here at the Bishops uh, Invitational, and we're going to go from the chairs to the superintendent of Catholic schools in the Diocese of Dallas. So uh, and we went from the bishop to the chairs to the superintendent. I'll tell you, they are just really loading us up with some uh, amazing guests. And I hope you're enjoying this as much as I am because, uh, like I said, a product of uh, Catholic education myself, having been to St. Patrick's School in Dallas, an 81 grad, and then 85 at Jesuit, and uh, also uh, University of Dallas, and now I'm uh, blessed to be able to teach uh, part-time uh, at a school uh, as well. So uh, I'm very invested personally in uh, Catholic school education. And uh, uh, very honored now, a uh, second time in uh, about two or three weeks that I get to speak to the new superintendent of Catholic schools uh, for the Diocese of Dallas, Dr. Rebecca Hamill, who is in her first semester as uh, the superintendent. And uh, welcome. How are you? Fantastic. Thank you so much for having us. It's a great day. Yeah, you were actually uh, one of the first people I bumped into. Yes. Uh, I, I didn't recognize you right away, but uh, you. What, 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 uh, what's your impression? I mean, you have never uh, been to an event like this. I know you come from Tennessee. Was it Nashville? Is Nashville, that, yes. Yeah. Um, I don't know if they had similar events like this, but this is a yeah. this is a really impressive event. So, what are your thoughts? It's a very impressive event, and it's so fun to be here with all the happiness and joy that everyone is bringing. And we were a little worried we weren't going to get it in, but here we are and everyone's just bringing their joyful spirit so it's a great day yeah i know robin uh, trowbridge yes. who is our contact uh emailed yesterday and said we're not sure we'll find out yep. by eight o'clock in the morning so i mean it was really really a last minute decision and uh praise god that it's actually uh, is, is coming on so you you must feel uh so proud of all these students that are here because mm-hmm. as i was walking in you see all these happy faces they're all in their catholic school educate i mean uh, you know uniforms and so kind of yeah. kind of set the, the scene here for people who aren't here physically sure. it, it's it's quite quite a spectacle isn't it it is it really is we have over 60 students here from our about 12 different schools in the diocese so when you come in and you're going to be greeted with little ones holding signs to encourage the golfers and welcome folks here uh, we have some cheerleaders from one of our schools doing some uh, shaking their pom-poms to get everybody fired up about this event and uh, it's just been a really fun day so right now the golfers are preparing getting ready um, having some lunch and you know I see a few of them out on the golf course teeing up and um, we're going to have a kickoff here before too long. So. Yeah. So will you? Will you uh, probably not be golfing yourself? Uh, what will you be doing all day today? <laughs> I am going to be cheering everybody on from the sidelines. <laughs> so I am not a golfer, but yeah. Yeah. Right. So how uh, how is Texas treating you so far? Are you you uh, adapting, enjoying mm-hmm. Texas? We love it. My husband Chris and I moved here in June, and we absolutely love Dallas. 
Uh, we lived in Austin, Texas for a couple of years, about 10 years ago. Knew we wanted to come back to Texas, but I got to tell you, Dallas is really uh, impressing us. We're just so thrilled to be here and enjoying all that the city has to offer. Yeah, and what does this tournament uh, mean to Catholic school education overall in Dallas? So how big of a day is this? Uh, you know, for you as superintendent. Yeah. This is a huge day for us. This event alone will raise about $450,000, and that helps support students through scholarships. Um, this year alone, we have 249 students on a scholarship, and, and that means a lot. But even more than that, it's a community of Catholic Christian people coming together and enjoying being together and, and celebrating all that this day is, and, and, and truly a celebration of our community at large. So it's well, a... Yeah, oh, I'm sorry. Is there, is there a big disparity between the, the number of people that want funds for Catholic education and what you're able to raise? This doesn't satisfy all of the, the need. How, how big of a divide is that? There's a, there's a, there's a divide, I'll be honest. There's a pretty big divide, and um, it is true that much, in, uh, much like other dioceses, we do see disparity. Um, within the, the community of Dallas as far as the schools that um, are, you know, growing and, and uh, uh, thriving and, and the others that we have room for because we, you know, folks that need some support to, to get there. So we do see that disparity and that's what today is for, to help bridge those gaps and to help make it possible for families who wish to have a Catholic education to be able to attend one of our schools. And uh, how much, you know, kind of uh, playing off in that, uh, uh, 30, I, I see the statistics here, about 30% of students apply for tuition assistance every year. That's actually lower than I thought it would be. I thought that it might even be higher uh, than, than that. And so, uh, you know, how much do you need total? Or yeah. what, what, what's, what, what's, the, uh, what's the amount, if you, if you could get it all? <laughs> if we could get it all. Um, our families show they apply for financial aid through a common platform, and through that platform, we're aware that there's a need for about twenty million dollars to help support families. Um, so obviously, that's that's a large number, and that's exactly why we do things like today, so that we can again help bridge the gap there. Um, so we know that the needs are real, and we know that some folks cannot come to us um, because of that. And we certainly want to make sure that we are um, attracting those families and finding ways to make it possible because truly a Catholic education is one of the best things we can do for our kids. Dr. Rebecca Hamill is the new superintendent of Catholic schools. She and her husband uh, moved to Dallas uh, back in the summer. Right. Temperatures changed a little bit since little then, bit. hasn't it? <laughs> now you're all bundled up. Right, and yes. Yeah, I, I, you know, eventually it does change, but uh, boy, that was a, a brutal summer for sure. Uh, superintendent of Catholic schools. And uh, if you could just take a little time and uh, you know brag a little bit, how, what is the state of Catholic school education, the Diocese of Dallas, how are the schools doing? Our schools are doing great. I am so proud, truly, to come in as a new superintendent and to be able to get around to all the different schools and see what their special niche or gift or charism. It's a beautiful thing, and I'm just so proud of every single one of them. Um, couple of great examples of some good things happening. Uh, Prince of Peace was awarded the uh, National Blue Ribbon Achievement Award for the third time. Uh, they join Christ the King and All Saints for receiving this award three times. And it's really a prestigious award. You have to be in the top 15% on student performance. So we're extremely proud of our schools in that way and all the good academics that we deliver um, today. 
We have our JP2 freshman volleyball team competing in the in their uh, local championship games, so we're excited for that. And we have um, lots of great things. Our students from Bishop Dunn, for example, will be going to um, Carnegie Hall in New York on Good Friday, and their band will be playing on the stage of Carnegie Hall. So, yeah, through the athletics, the academics, and the arts, we are knocking it out of the park. And enrollment this year Mm -hmm. is higher than last year, right? Yes, we've seen a 1% growth over last year, and an interesting trend is that we're seeing an upward tick in the enrollment growth in our elementary, which is a fantastic trajectory for our high schools. So we're really excited about that growth trend. And when people, you know, move from public or charter school to Catholic schools, uh, well, what do they typically say is the reason? Why, why, why do people want to be at Catholic schools? I think we're because we're just so grounded in um, the good messaging. We're grounded in our values. We're grounded in our faith. Um, our teachers are loving, caring teachers. We provide the safest environment possible as, as far as, you know, student safety and not only just their physical safety, but emotional safety. And that, that goes a long way in today's world. So, um, I think we just offer something a little bit different than what our public school counterparts and even charter schools can do. And that's a real draw for us. That is a big word that parents want to hear, not only hear, but feel good about is that their kids are safe. And again, it's not only physical safety, but uh, there are a lot of threats out there. Right. Uh, in fact, uh, you know, I mean, my, one of my, my sisters just recently uh, transferred her, her, her children into a, a Catholic school in the Diocese of Dallas. Yes. Um, uh, and uh, let's talk about the Saints, the Saints and Scholars curriculum. Yes. I, uh, and speaking to Chris Taylor, he, he mentioned the Saints and Scholars uh, as something that he's very impressed with. What, what, what does that mean? We're so proud of this curriculum. So the Saints and Scholars curriculum are standards that are written for our pre-K through 8th grade students for every subject content area. And it's full of uh, rigorous content uh, that is also infused with our Catholic social teachings. So again, when we speak about the reason folks want to come to us, it's that root in gospel values and the root in all things good. So we're very proud of these curriculum standards and these are the standards that all of our elementary schools utilize and have great success with. So they are preparing our students for whatever comes next in their educational journey journey and we are delivering a very strong program through them and speaking of journeys what was your journey to becoming superintendent of uh, catholic schools in the dallas diocese and in particular I'm, I'm interested in that decision you made i don't know how many years ago uh, to uh, maybe be a teacher to yeah. you know be involved in the, uh, uh, what, 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 how did it start and how did you get to where you are so i grew up in a home where my father was a, um, the administrator in a Catholic high school. Now, when I was in high school, he was our dean of students, but ultimately he became (laughs) the principal of the school. And in fact, my whole life, my father worked at that school. And so that was our second home. And so early on, I kind of knew I wanted to be a teacher. I got my start as a fifth grade teacher in an inner city Catholic school in the heart of Indianapolis. And I have to tell you, I had no idea um, you know, growing up in the suburbs, I just had no idea that the, the needs were so strong right there, not too far away from where I lived. And, and I learned a lot at that school in particular about mission 
from the Sisters of Providence out of Terre Haute, actually. And so mission really became part of what drove my decisions. And from there, I earned my master's degree at Butler and um, went on to become a principal for a couple different schools and was able to, to gain a lot of great experience from those different schools and their different governance structures, actually. Um, and it was just a natural progression, really. So I went from being a principal to an associate superintendent in Atlanta, Georgia, uh, stayed there a few years, and then went on to become superintendent for the Diocese of Nashville. And that, that pull on our hearts to get back to Texas kicked in. And so after five years in Nashville, we, we uh, came here to Dallas. And I'm just so thrilled. It's just a vibrant Catholic community that we are so happy to be a part of. If somebody wants to learn more about schools in the Dallas Diocese, yes. how they can support them, how can they, they put their kids into it, where, what should they, where should they go? We have a lot of great information on our Catholic school website, which is csodallas.org. And they can find uh, a, a lot about our admission process and, and how to enroll there. So lots of good information mm. right there on our own website. You uh, probably do a lot of hiring of teachers and principals. And uh, what, what, what makes a good... I, I, it may, may be a different answer between a principal and a but it's probably there's something in the heart that's same for both of these. What makes it for, for a good uh, teacher mm. or uh, a principal at a Catholic school? We look for people who are driven by mission people who wish to serve in this beautiful ministry, um, wish to serve the Lord, wish to serve our families, and who can come and make that loving difference in the life of a child. So there's common common ground between what we look for in a teacher and what we would look for in an administrator in one of our schools. Yes, uh, I am speaking to Dr. Rebecca Hamill, the new superintendent of Catholic schools in the Diocese of Dallas. Uh, is there any, uh, just have a, another minute remaining, is there any, you know, breaking news that you can tell us about Catholic schools. I know it's expanding. Uh, it Bishop Kelly mentioned about uh, Collin County might be getting a new school. Is there anything that you can uh, share with us on the radio today? Sure. We are super excited to be planning for the opening of um, the school in Collin County. Uh, we're very, very much in those um, beginning phases of the planning and, and designing and, and talking with the parishes that would support it so that we know that we're going to build something that everybody uh, can believe in. And, and want to support. So that's one of the most thrilling projects. And then certainly up north in, in Sherman, we're also looking at expanding the St. Mary's School there um, in, in the future. And there's just a lot of great growth in that way. So, so it could be two different schools, is yes, that what you're saying? Okay, yes. one in Collin County, and of course, Sherman, I think, is in like, what, Grayson County? Or so it's a whole, it di it's a whole different county. I used to live in Denison, so, and that's pretty much the, the northern tip it of the is. diocese. You can't go, you go any further than that, you're, you're in Oklahoma. In Oklahoma. <laughs> <laughs> yes. well, uh, well, well, thanks for saying yes. yes. Thank you for taking on this position. Thank is there you. anything else you'd like to uh, tell our, our listeners as far as the tournament or this, uh, the Catholic schools in Dallas before we let you go? Yeah, we're just so great grateful for everyone's support and know that we, we work hard to make our community proud and uh, certainly happy to be part of this great day and to make uh, this event a successful one for oh. our kids. All right. Well, thank, thank you so much. Great to speak with you. I thank hope you enjoy you. the day and I'm sure yes. that everybody here wants to talk to the new superintendent. Yes. So yes. we'll, we'll you. let you go. Thank you so much, uh, Dr. Hamill, new superintendent thank of you. Catholic schools in the Diocese of Dallas. And if you are tuning in and saying, where is Dr. Ray Grundy? This doesn't sound like the doctor is in. Well, we are doing a live broadcast. We've been doing this every year for many, many years, and it's always uh, one of 
our uh, most uh, fun uh, live broadcasts because uh, it, you just kind of have to see. We're, we're out on the, the deck, I guess you'd call it, and uh, there's like a lanai around us looking out on the golf course. But if you go inside, there are Catholic school kids all over the place and different schools are represented. They all have their Catholic school um, uniforms on and principals and teachers. And, of course, the bishops are here and the superintendent, as we just found out a moment ago. And, uh, you know, really none of this uh, happens without the sponsors. And one of the longtime sponsors uh, of this uh, tournament, as long as I can remember, has been Christus Health. And uh, joined now uh, for these next 15 minutes uh, by Gabriella Sines, who is Senior Vice President for Corporate Services uh, with Christus Health. So, Gabriella, uh, thanks for joining me. Nice to see you. Nice to see you. I'm so glad to be here. Yeah. So, uh, tell us about, I think this is the first time that we've talked to you. I used to always talk to Katie Kaiser, mm-hmm. and now she, of course, is the Director of Communications for the Dio- Diocese of Dallas. Uh, tell us about yourself, your position, and Christus Health. Kind of what, what, what do you all do? Wonderful. Well, um, I am the Senior Vice President for Corporate Services. I have been with Christus going into my 20th year next year, which seems um, kind of crazy when people ask me what I do for a living. Um, I'm very blessed. Um, I never would have thought that my faith and my profession would come together like it has. Um, So I've spent a wonderful career at Christus. Um, I'm an attorney by trade, so I oversee several different areas within Christus. I, I can list them, but really corporate communications, uh, chief compliance officer, governance, and sponsorship. So the mm-hmm. relationship with um, the congregations and with the bishop and with the diocese is part of my um, responsibility as well. Yeah, Christus, uh, six, and I should say Christus is the title sponsor of this event for the 10th year in a row. And we'll talk uh, more about that uh, in just a moment of why Christus is so t- tied into this event. But uh, Christus is big. 600 centers, long-term care facilities, community hospitals, walk-in clinics, health ministries. Uh, how, how would you, other than what I just said, how would you summarize the kind of the mission and purpose of Christus Health? Well, I mean, our mission is um, the healing ministry of Jesus Christ. And really our focus is on Catholic health, Catholic um, formation, and also access to health care, um, with particular f- emphasis on the poor and vulnerable. Um, we are the largest Catholic health care system in the Southwest, so we are in Texas, Louisiana, New Mexico, and then internationally, we are in Mexico, Colombia, and Chile. Oh, wow. Does your job require you to travel around and be responsible for that whole region you just mentioned? Yes. So our corporate office, our headquarters, is here in the Irving area. So we are in the DFW area, um, and we are really blessed to have just opened up our new headquarters last Monday. So we have a new office of about 2,000 associates in our new headquarters here. Um, But most of our healthcare facilities are really all over the states um, and internationally. Yeah. I think you're in Las Colinas, aren't you? Very close to where we are. Is it right there on 114? We are. We are. Yeah. I think we are right catty corner to where you are. I think you're on Decker. I think. Yeah, right. Yeah, we're on the other side of uh, 114. Yes. But yeah, I saw that that whole building go up, a lot of glass. It's, uh, it's, it's very beautiful. So uh, why does Christus, uh, why is it important to Christus, you know, as a, as a spokesperson for it, to be involved in this event? What does it mean to Christus Health? Well, this is our 10th year sponsoring the Bishop's Invitational. And, you know, honestly, it is so core to who we are as um, as a ministry. Um, when it comes to Catholic education, that's always been a priority for Christus. Um, and in part just because, you know, we know we work with um, access to health care in all of our ministries. And really, when you look at um, 
health equity or the social determinants of health, what is always so core to that and what can be an equalizer is education. Mm -hmm. So we've always doubled down on that ministry and making sure that education in every community that we're in we are proud sponsors of, and especially with Catholic Catholic ministry as well. Yeah, and, uh, you know, being a Catholic company, how does that change the culture, the environment of the company, and also uh, primarily how uh, you administer health care? I mean, what, what, what does it mean uh, as opposed to, uh, you know, a group that, uh, you know, may, may not have that same focus as being Catholic? You know, I, for me, I would say it's really about dignity of person. Um, it's really about making sure that, you know, not only are we a ministry serving healthcare, but as an employer, it's all about making sure that each of our associates can call it home as well. So to me, it's about dignity um, and integrity and really our core values of who we are. Yeah. Why do you personally value Catholic education? I don't know if you have a story or if you're a product of Catholic education or what, but what does it mean to you? Well, I grew up Catholic. I grew up, um, obviously, you know, um, in Austin, Texas, um, but went to public school and then undergrad at a Catholic university um, and then in law school at University of Texas, so hook them. But <laughs> when I got married, my husband and I made sure that what was core to what we are for us was making sure that our kids had a Catholic education. Uh-huh. Oh, okay. So we are proud parents of two boys, Mateo and Tomas. We have a seventh grader and a pre-Ker at St. Monica's Catholic School. Oh. So we're proud parishioners and very active in that community. Yeah, St. Monica is a big Catholic school. There are some big ones, St. Thomas Aquinas and St. Monica and St. Rita, St. Christ the King. Catholic education is really booming in the Diocese of Dallas, and how cool that uh, you're not only with Christmas Health, but you also are parents of Catholic school kids. And uh, let's uh, change gears. I'm sp speaking to Gabriella Sines. Uh, she is Senior Vice President for Corporate Services with Christmas Health. They are, for the 10th year in a row, the title sponsor of the Bishop's uh, Invitational Golf Tournament, raising uh, literally hundreds of thousands of dollars uh, for Catholic school education because it, it can be expensive to send your child to a Catholic school and uh, at least 30 percent of all catholic school students need financial aid of some sort and this is helping to bridge the gap between those who want to send their kids to catholic schools and who are able to actually do it and so um let me ask you about uh christus saint joseph village what is that and how is that uh, you know, tie into Catholicism and, and y'all's mission. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah, um, as I mentioned, we have um, most of our ministries are not really in the Dallas area, but we do have one, um, and it's our St. Joseph uh, Village in Capel, Texas. And it is um, a retirement community. Um, it is offer assisted living, independent living options and choices. Um, and it's a wonderful and beautiful retirement community nearby in Capel. Yeah, it's right down the street from St. Anne's, as I recall. And are there a number of priests that have uh, retired there or perhaps are there now? I, I want to say Monsignor uh, Petter, who the, the, the former pastor from St. Anne's, is there. I may be wrong about that, but I think there are some priests there, aren't there? I think there? that's correct, yes. Yeah. Are there any other projects going on in Dallas or Texas uh, that you want to tell us about? Well, you know, um, we just we just expanded outside of Texas in New Mexico. So that was our biggest kind of expansion. But really, really making sure that all of our facilities um, across Texas. So we, we, you know, we're in San Antonio. We're in Corpus. We're in East Texas. Um, we're Texarkana. We're really all over. Um, and just making sure that we have access to care, um, quality care for all people. Um, and that's been our biggest ministry. We go to where the calling is. We get asked often, you know, are you going to open a hospital in Dallas? And really it's about, is there a calling? Is there a mm -hmm. need? 
And if there's a calling and a need, then, you know, we're there to come and check. Yeah. What are you doing today? Obviously, you're representing Chris's Health, and you're here on the radio. But what uh, will you be doing the rest of the day? Yeah, what's, what's your role here? Well, this morning, I was I had the pleasure to be with our CEO, Ernie Seydoux. Um, he presented the scholarships to, as you mentioned, the scholarships to many Catholic students. So um, the bishop was there, and we were able to uh, pass out the scholarships to the really, it was wonderful to see all of the children come in and receive with their families um, their award and their scholarship recipients. Yeah, are there a lot of Christmas Health people here today? Yes, there are. We have about five teams playing today, and I know it's bitter cold, but um, we our golfers are committed. So we're always out here and making sure that we're representing and being a part of this really festive golf tournament. Yeah, are you a golfer yourself? I am not. I was going to ride around in a golf cart, and <laughs> I'm starting to double think that that commitment yeah you know i know we're a little bit uh we're kind of in a place where you know we've got some heat you know coming down on us but it doesn't feel that cold but perhaps out there i think it's probably still in maybe the 40s or 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 low 50s and it's going to be pretty chilly but hey that's what uh, extra layers of clothing are for right exactly exactly yeah cool so how can uh people get involved in supporting healthcare workers tell us about the industry in general and and their needs and how can people listening right now support health Care. You know, I, I think everybody has healthcare workers and people that they work with, you know, on their for their health. And I think really just thanking them for what they do. Um, honestly, I think the past few years has been really hard, you know, very difficult for, for any any job sector. Um, but in particular for healthcare, I, you know, there was definitely, um, you know, they didn't get to work from home. And so uh, just making sure that the compassion is there and um, they're, they're tired. And so let's just make sure that they know that we are there to support them and that, um, we appreciate all that they do, um, especially for being the first line of healthcare services. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know the whole pandemic. It almost seems like it's so far in the rearview mirror that we've you know we've gone past it, but. It was hard for everybody to get through those two or three years, but when you're working in health, that must have been very, very challenging. How was it for you personally and Chris's health during those, you know, 2020 to basically the, you know, the end of, at least the end of 2021 or to the end of 2022 as well? Well, you know, it's, you know, I'm obviously not a doctor or a physician or a clinician, but um, one thing that was important for our CEO was making sure that we were there as a command center and as a support center as our headquarters is here. So we were literally in command center mode for many years, um, making sure that our all of our ministries had access to vaccines, access to equipment, um, access to staffing. We really came together as a family, and I think it really proved to us from a one Christus perspective um, how coming together um, and being a steward of all of our resources. So it was a wonderful time. It was a difficult time. Um, but we honestly um, feel very blessed how we as a family at Christus have come together. We are a large network that um, has our legacy um, from our sponsoring congregation, which is really core to who we are and foundational. And I think that's what really got us through. Yes, uh, Gabriella Sainz, Christus Health Senior Vice President for Corporate Services, uh, speaking with us now. They, for the 10th year in a row, the title sponsor of the Bishop's Invitational Golf Tournament, raising money for Catholic school education. And uh, I appreciate you so much being on with us. If people want to learn more about Christus Health, is there a website? And, there is. and maybe what can they find on that website? Yes, well, you know, www.christushealth.org. Um, if you're in the Dallas area and you've, you know, have parents or need access to care, um, definitely our St. Joseph Capel, or if you're in our East Texas, then going into our Trinity Clinics. 
Um, but really, if you're in the Dallas area, we are always looking for great people to come work with work with us. So we have a, a very large system support center here, and so we are always looking for good people. So please feel free to reach out on the careers page. And other than moving into the brand new office, I think you said what a couple, a few thousand people in that Correct. that are working in that office. Any other big plans for the rest of uh, this year or into next year? You know, I'm just celebrating where we where we've come. We've come a long way. We are a large system that has grown tremendously in the last two, ten years. So celebrating that, but also making sure that we have stability with all of our ministries. Yeah, Gabriella Science, Christus Health. Uh, thank you so much. You said ChristusHealth.org. O-R-G. Yep. .org. Okay, uh, ten years in a row, title sponsor of the Bishop's Golf Invitational here. So thank you very much for being on the air with us, and I uh, hope you enjoy the rest of your day. Thank you. Stay <laughs> warm out there. Yeah, sure will. Uh, yeah, it feels really nice, and uh, we're out here on the patio, and I think everything is uh, getting ready to get started because I think the golf tournament begins at 1 o'clock. I don't see golfers yet out there. Are they out there? Okay, so something is going on. It's going to start here. Uh, but, again, uh, go to Bishop's bishopsgolf.org, bishopsgolf.org, and you can find out more about this tournament. You can also find uh, more information about uh, what we were talking about earlier with the named uh, scholarship program. Uh, Kara and Peter Gian are the chairs, and she shared her uh, phone number uh, with us earlier today, and she said it was okay for me to give it out if you're interested in a named scholarship where you can actually pay for a student for the next five years of their Catholic school education. You can call Kara directly 214-502-2181 214-502-2181 and uh, we now are going to speak to Len Ruby who has been on the air with us a number of times and he is going to speak about the Dallas Diocesan Educational Endowment Trust now that is a mouthful otherwise known as DEETS so yeah. Len Ruby thanks for being on with us good to see you glad to be here Dave you've been doing this for a long time haven't you oh since since the start yeah it's it was bishop farrell cardinal farrell that you know put together our whole team back in 2010 2011 and 